Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 10, we're up to letter number 3238. Now this is a little bit of a scholarly letter, but we'll do the best we can. We're not going to go into all the exact, but we'll just cover it a little bit on the uh, surface, so to speak. So first of all, Baruch Hashem dated the 29th day of Tevis, 12 Shin Tezvah, Brooklyn. And the Rebbe is addressing this to Rav Agoyen, and the settler, the great rabbi, Moreinu Doiv Sheyichia Rosenthal. So, Shalom Abracha. So the Rebbe says, I'm responding to your letter. First, the Rebbe says, I want to confirm hereby, in addition to the fact that I did receive your letter, I also received the Sefer, uh, which is called Divrei Chefetz. I, I received that Sefer. Apparently, the Rebbe had a um, tradition when somebody sent the Rebbe a Sefer, the Rebbe would uh, sort of make some notes and some comments. And what would happen, in those, the person usually would print the Rebbe's notes in his, in his book. If he sent the Rebbe first a copy, and while the Rebbe never wrote to anybody any approbation or uh, he went, he wrote in some letters as we read by his father-in-law, they didn't outright come and say, oh, I attest that this is a good book. The Rebbe, that wasn't the Rebbe's uh, tradition. But the fact that the Rebbe uh, looked at the, uh, at the Sefer and the Rebbe commented on this Sefer, that was already sufficient for the person to put it into the book and that was considered as an attestation by the Rebbe for that book. But in this case, the Rebbe did not make any comment on the Sefer. The Rebbe did not make any uh, comment so he was apparently he was complaining why the Rebbe didn't comment. So the Rebbe says to him, well, this book was already printed. So since it was printed, so it's not as important that at the time of receiving it that I should right away, because if they're going to print it, so they're probably holding up the printing until... The Rebbe's comments, the Rebbe's going to make his notes, but since it's already printed, so at the time that I received it, it wasn't pressing because it's already printed. And the Rebbe says once it's been pushed off, it's been pushed off because of the preoccupations that keep on growing and increasing on me. And yet, the Rebbe says, so basically, um, the Rebbe says no intentions over here, it's just because it wasn't at the moment, it wasn't as important at the time receiving it, and it got pushed off. Yet, since in your letter you also mention about the Sefer, so because of your honor, and also our sages tell us, Patito de Raisa Tovin, the discussions of Torah, the small talk of Torah, uh, is good. So, in other words, they have a little bit of So, therefore, the Rebbe says, I will come, I'll make some notes in two or three places. The Rebbe says, 
And may the Blessed Hashem fulfill uh, your request that we have, we get to get our portion in His Torah, which means to be able to give insight and elaborate according to the Torah. And the Rebbe says that which is even more important to, uh, to this is that you have been appointed because all appointments come from Hashem. The Hashem appointed you that you should have be uh, the position of the uh, rabbinate and that you should have the merit to direct the halacha lemaisa to know, you know, a lot of times there can be various ideas, but you don't have to know how to rule practically so that people know what to do. So a rabbi needs, thank you, a rabbi needs special, I guess, help, support from Hashem that he should have the right answer because there is a lot of ideas and a lot of times you have to be able to make a decision. You know, what do you rule practically? So that's more than just giving your portion in the Torah, but you are a rabbi, so Hashem, you should be able to direct the rulings practically. And as it's known, our sages' uh, statement in Baba Kama, our sages' thing, I think it's on Baba Basar Kuflamid, uh, over there that, you cannot learn halacha until you say this is the act that go ahead and do so. So basically meaning that you can have ideas and you can have good ideas, but the bottom line is when you rule what needs to be done. And the Rebbe ends with blessing and with honor. So here we have some discussion. This is some uh, scholarly discussions that the Rebbe uh, and so first is the Simon Aleph. That was his first chapter. Now you know we have mitzvahs, many mitzvahs, lighting the Shabbos candles, say, right? So that's a mitzvah. Putting on the tefillin, that's a mitzvah, right? Now, if somebody lights the Shabbos candles, right, and or puts on the tefillin, and it doesn't say a bracha. Didn't say the blessing. So you lit the candles and you didn't say Lahadlik Ner shall Shabbos Kodesh. You just lit it. You put on the tefillin and you did not say the bracha. You just put it on. Did you fulfill the mitzvah or not? Yes, you did, of course. The mitzvah is the act. Actually, it has it's a totally separate aspect of making the bracha for the mitzvah. There is one mitzvah to do the mitzvah, and there is another mitzvah to make the bracha on the mitzvah. They are totally independent. You can fulfill the mitzvah even if you didn't make a bracha. But there is a mitzvah to make a bracha. But now, if you can't make the bracha if you haven't done the action, that would be using God's name in vain. That, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, the point here is, 
Where is the source for the bracha that you make? Where is the source for the bracha? Is it a Torah command, a mitzvah of the Torah to make a bracha? Or is the mitzvah from rabbinic origin? Where does the mitzvah come from that we... Uh, the, the bracha, the mitzvah for the bracha come from? Does it come from the Torah? Or does it come from the rabbis? So, he writes over there that it's possibly to say that the Babylonian Talmud, and for sure the Jerusalem Talmud, that they hold that the blessing of mitzvahs are a Torah obligation. That's what he writes over there. Uh, That's possible. And the Rebbe comments on that, that that is something very surprising to say that, even as a possibility. Because this goes directly contrary to all the earlier codifiers and the commentators. And the Rebbe references the Rambam in the laws of Brachas. He says that it's from the rabbinic yeah. and also we make a bracha of the mitzvah. Also in the response of the Rambam, he says, it's obvious known, he doesn't just say, Hadvarim Yuduim, that every bracha that we make on a mitzvah is from rabbinic origin. So that's the book of Chinuch in Mitzvah Taflamid. He says that uh, the blessing of the Torah is mid that when you learn, you make the blessing, even though it's a mitzvah, but the mitzvah. Now, there's also many earlier commentators that explain the reason why it was not instituted a bracha for many mitzvahs and more. So by you saying, oh, this is a possibility that the Talmud holds that it's a uh, Torah command, that's surprising. You can't, can't say that. You can't really say that because it goes in the face of what everybody else says. Now, uh, you, he brought certain evidence, certain places in the Talmud. So the Rebbe says, you know, you are already preceded by the Tzofnas Paneach and the Rambam, he is the uh, known as the Ragachover Goen, uh, the genius of Ragachov, who was a uh, outstanding uh, scholar. So he brought a uh, sources that it appears from several places that the blessing for the mitzvah is the Torah. So he already brings that down over there. But there is a uh, there's an expression shari tirutzim loy nin alu, meaning the gates of answers have not been locked. There's always you have a proof, but there's ways to answer it. So, without going into it, even though it appears, it seems like don't worry about it. It's not there's answers to it, and the Rebbe uh, brings down there is a safer zdechemed in chlolim beizvav. Over there, he actually answers most of the places that they point out. He answers them, most of them are answered. So, that's the note. And the Rebbe, however, says, however, 
the Zohar in the portion of Akev writes that even the blessings that we make when we enjoy, so this is a different category. There's one blessing that we make before we do mitzvahs, like I was talking about before. Then we know before you eat, before you drink, before you enjoy, you have a good smell, there's always a blessing. That is a secondary to the blessing for the mitzvahs, and that also is from the Torah. And that is in conflict with the Talmud. And the Rebbe points to one of the commentaries on the Zohar. And the Rebbe also points to the Yerushalmi, Okay, that's one comment on chapter 1, on Simon 1. Okay, so says that most codifiers, they all believe that it's all rabbinic origin, the making the bracha. Although the Rebbe says, the Zohar says that even making the blessings for eating would also be uh, beforehand. Normally we know that why do we make a bracha before we eat as opposed to after? After we're thanking Hashem for the food that He gave us, basically. So, uh, but why do we bless before? Before, because everything belongs to Hashem. If you eat without making a bracha, it's like stealing. Because Hashem you have to ask permission. You can't just come into somebody's house and help yourself to the food. You're in Hashem's world. Everything belongs to God. You can't just help yourself. So you have to make a bracha. But that idea is rabbinic. And so that's the most. So the Rebbe t- took objection to him saying that, you know, uh, there is proof. That's not something you can even bring out. Although in the Zohar, that's actually the case that even Brichas uh, Hanenin, blessings for enjoyment, are also rabbinic. Uh, let's quickly go just through quickly the other. The Rebbe in uh, chapter 10, he brings down a, uh, an idea of Rabbi Shimon Shkop, and the Rebbe uh, actually uh, sends some references to that idea that he brought about, and the Rebbe says there is a whole uh, uh, orchestra of the earlier ones that are brought down in the Chidush Tzavach Tzedek. The Rebbe shows him that this idea has already been uh, discussed and brought down as the Rebbe brings the different notes there. Um, Then another thing he says over there, the Rebbe says, just mentions about he mentions he says in chapter 10, he says if a person should violate a Torah, a rabbinic prohibition accidentally, does not require atonement. And he brings down from various different svarim uh, and the Rebbe references also. Again, finally, in the end of the Sefer, the Rebbe said two or three places. So I'm saying that Aleph was one, Yud, the Rebbe said in 10, the Rebbe gave him two notes. And finally, a third note. In the end of the Sefer on chapter 70, the Rebbe also references his... uh, uh, And the Rebbe discusses about... uh, that he he writes that uh, how would we get the elevation in the future to come is only through our descent into this world and about doing Torah mitzvahs, that's how we merit uh, the future to come. In other words, 
you have souls that never come down into this world. They will not merit the world to come, but the souls that come down to this world, they will come out. Uh, but there is an opinion in the Talmud that says that a person, as soon as he's born, merits the world to come. So we see that you don't really need to do Torah and mitzvahs, just descending into the world is sufficient without even getting to perform and to do Torah and mitzvahs. So the Rebbe says you should have asked even a better question because there's another opinion even that as soon as he's conceived, he already merits the world to come. And that means even though he has never become into a fetus and he was never born, why are you asking even from the one that was born? So, the Rebbe says, well, it depends really what you mean by the world to come. If you're talking about for reward and punishment, so what kind of a reward does he get if he never went into the world, even if he was born? So, what is he going to come to Olam Getting what? He never did anything. So you have to say that we're talking about that we're talking about a situation, Rebbe brings down from a commentary, because sometimes a son has the ability to help the father. So, Bemela, uh, it comes out, a father can help this child, meaning the, even a non-born child. So that means that he gets the reward because of his father. I guess the father bestows rewards onto uh, him. So therefore, so that means, so it's still through Torah Mitzvah, so the question is off. Because he asked, you have to, so you have to do Torah Mitzvah. But it's either your own Torah Mitzvah or it's your father's Torah Mitzvah. But it has to be through Torah Mitzvah, and that answers your question. Amazing, yeah. <laughs>